0: And welcome to another episode of Fam Friends in Magic. A Magic the Gathering podcast about magic and the gathering. My name is Bill Grennan. Everyone calls me Brasky, and today I am joined by the full crew. It is the Mighty Linguini, Caroline Kavanaugh, and Lady of the Crease, Nicole Callahan. What is up, fam?
1: Hi. Hey, howdy, hey. Oh,
0: look at this. Oh, it's so nice to have people back. Nicole, you're back in the cast. It's great to see you. Mason did an admirable job uh filling in for you. Uh he was he was good. Uh but it's just nice to have you back.
1: Well, it's nice to be back. I mean, to be fair, if I had come on and talked about modern, it would have just been 60 minutes of Tron. So <laughs> That's like, next why week's you episode. Play, right? That's actually tune in next week for a Mono Green Tron. Why aren't you playing it? So
0: <laughs> I mean, if we need to book that episode, I'm down to book it cuz that's the majority of what I have played this last week, but that's a different segment for another time. <laughs> And I actually think it would be hilarious to just get the perspectives of, like, actual... We could do actual Tron discussion, or just, like, the the Tron version of a shitpost just in podcast form. Like, just all the reasons why Tron is amazing and why you should play it. I think that I, we could totally do that.
2: Wait, I, what? what makes that a shitpost?
0: Oh, you... That's right. Yeah, no. You don't know what a shitpost is, because your entire existence is a living shitpost. I think it is... <laughs> It's, it's not based... something very
2: nice about something, I assume, right?
0: Yes, it's about being very nice and generally awesome and trying to get a rise out of people
2: 24-7. Oh, yeah, that sounds like me. Perfect. <laughs> That's
0: all it is. I should know. My entire life is a shit post. In a good way, I would say. We're Wait. getting too deep in therapy on this you one. You in a good way,
2: but doing? in a way that was like you knew it was. a <laughs> good way. Yeah. Like,
0: yeah. In a good
2: way. You know, it's like, a good way. I really should way. stop
0: ending my declarative statements with question marks.
2: Should I? Uh, <laughs> That's such a stupid joke. <laughs> have See, you met
0: me? No. Have you been on this podcast?
1: That's <laughs> one of the better jokes.
0: The entire thing is shtick. It's a shtick cast.
1: <laughs> a Sometimes joke. about magic. A, a shtick post, like a it's a shtick. <laughs>
0: Technically, a post is do a we type have of shtick. Do
2: this again, like right? a post
0: is did. a type of shtick. It's made of wood usually. <laughs> I think that's that totally makes sense. This is great, right?
2: They always say that uh, okay. hardness makes the... the... <laughs>
0: Wait. <laughs> hardness makes the what?
2: I was trying to remember, like the love grow fonder thing, but I don't... No,
0: we lost <laughs> that one a long time ago.
2: What is the actual saying? <laughs> Something... <laughs>
0: Absence makes the heart grow fonder?
1: I didn't want to... I actually wasn't going to... I was going to hope that you would puzzle it out. eventually. Yeah, no,
0: <laughs> it was just hardness makes. Mix- oh no.
2: Hardness. Cool.
0: <laughs> that was a soft tea. That was a very soft tea.
2: Okay, but anyway, so what happened to our podcast? Do we even know how to function? I
0: don't know. We got stuck in uh, shtick posts, soft T's, hard D's. We don't know on that one. All oh, I know is Ds. that-
2: whoa 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 whoa. whoa, 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 whoa,
0: That's what a soft T is in terms of phonetics. <laughs> All I know is that there's a new magic card I want to see and it's a, it's a new take on trading post and it's shtick post. I want to know what the three activated abilities are of it. I want anyone listening to this podcast to tweet at us at famunderscore magic. Anyone
2: listening at this point.
0: I think at this point we've actually gained so many viewers because they don't really know what to expect from here. And that I
2: assume people are just unplugging their headphones and playing us in the middle of the mall.
0: Yes. It's like here, you have to listen to this. And then they put it on like a loudspeaker. You listen to fam? Yeah. Like that's oh, it makes total sense now. This is great. It's like that scene in Shawshank. Uh, where they like, where he's like playing the record and then he blares it out through everywhere. That's what it is. Except take that scene and when the record needle hits, it's just us talking the intro of the podcast. And everyone's talking. like, yeah, and everyone's just like looking up as if it is the greatest sounds imaginable. It's but it's just our voices. I th- I think we need to edit this whole thing together. But before we do that, we should probably talk a little bit of magic and how our week in magic was, or so. So to do that, let's hand it off to. Caroline Kavanaugh how was your week in magic or otherwise?
2: okay so I was gonna tell you I didn't play magic but I forgot that we haven't returned we haven't uh, recorded this for a few weeks so I lied to you I have played magic <laughs> um I've done I've done two different things one I've flown back to Canada the great true North free land above y'all um, Amer- America's out- hat <laughs> uh, and I found out um that there was a ptq when i came back so that was very nice of them to throw a ptq for me (laughs) it was very pleasant Uh, so i went and played grixis death shadow in modern did not go well it got to one of those things where you were joining side events just to get a win on the day like literally to win one of the rounds on the day (laughs) not some weird general concept um so i did that Uh, And then I had a fun time. And then I did this, um, the Moto like, play-in anniversary thing. Uh, Basically, you had to do a 4-1 or better in one of the limited pod things. And then a 4-1 or better in one of the constructed pods. And I got the limited one early-ish in Vintage Masters. And so I was like, oh, I'll get the constructed one easy. No. (laughs) Not easy. And no, did I get one. I got up two different mornings in a row at 5am to play the pioneer prelim. Um, And yeah, so that's how I did not qualify for that event
0: that's that's a why later. i
2: did not play magic this weekend
0: that is a that's a later podcast along with like the ins and outs of model green Trond also the how not to qualify for a pioneer
2: <laughs> <laughs> <I'm laughs> God, i could fill so yeah, we many have hours of endless
0: advice for that <laughs> that's definitely premium content right there
2: but i did go on a skateboard ride that was like 10 miles and it was great so
0: i i can also imagine that if like tournament organizers give out surveys at the end for any like tournament that you join like if you're joining the side events just to get a win and at the end it's like great how was your experience with this tournament why did you join this tournament and you could just write i just i really needed this one i really needed a win like that's it
2: actually it's it's funny because what was happening was this event was taking place in um like a hotel convention center and they upped the cap of the event so the event was supposed to be 128 or whatever and then they made it you know 170. So, what that ended up doing was leaving a lot less space for side events. So, multiple times when I scrubbed out of an event, multiple rounds when I was like 0 and 2, then 0 and 3, and then 0 4, I would go to sign up for the next side event and it would be full. Like, I couldn't drop and go to another side event because it there was just no more space. And it got to the point where I was rejected three times from three different side events, that the guy actually felt bad for me and added me to the event.
0: <laughs> so I really did need the win. It's what was, yeah. It sounds like you, a
2: win to me. That sounds yeah. like a win.
0: What was your ticket for this? It was a pity qualifier?
2: Is it was, what I it was for charity, so it ended up being kind of good.
0: A pity invitational is that <laughs> <It's Yeah>. just,
2: <laughs> Like, I, I literally, like, I went like this and asked, and I, like, just put my arms out, like, are you kidding me? And then I just walked away because I was frustrated and I didn't want to get frustrated at them because it's not really their fault. But I was just like frustrated that I couldn't pay to play Magic. Like it was kind of ridiculous. So I just walked away and then he's like, well, well, hold on, hold on. And then he like put me in the event. And I was trying not to, I was like really trying not to get mad at them because I, I just needed to walk away and I was just frustrated with myself. My friends were winning. It's like stupid friends. What the hell? Um, how, <laughs> how dare, dare they? they? How dare I'm going to
0: make, I'm going to make a series. Like if I ever run a magic event, I'm also going to make some side events where they're just, you know, there's like last chance qualifiers. It's just like last chance pity qualifiers. It's just, if you haven't had a win today, join this and your first round opponent will be a very confused Pokemon player with a wrong deck.
2: Great, great! And at the
0: end, you'll just Sign get that up. dub. Yeah, you'll just you'll crush. You'll get that W, and you'll feel good. And for some reason, that was the highest entry fee of all of them. Like, that's what it's all about.
2: <laughs> Make it a charity event, and you'll clean up.
0: Done, done, and right? done. Love it.
2: Done and dusted.
0: Well, Nicole, how was your week or so? Really, several weeks oh, in Magic since last yeah. you've been here.
2: It's been a little while.
1: It's been a little while. Um, I've been doing. Any magic that I've been playing is like super casual. Like uh, I've been playing some Jumpstart. Uh, Jim and I went away on our our baby moon since we are expecting this October. And uh, he brought his cube. So we drafted a lot of cube. I drafted a couple of sweet decks. I drafted a fun um, like Grixis reanimatory deck um, with Emmer Cruel and grave titan and stuff like that and i I went back to my roots and drafted like a red white like run you over deck as well but it's it's fun we we drafted the cube a few different ways and opened up some jumpstart and i just want to say real quick we have been trying since jumpstart came out we've been trying to open goblins and goblins Oh the to, like, actual the, physical like the tribe. Like the it you know, like when you no. open a jumpstar pack, it has like a theme to it. It's like, you know, enchanted and it's like things that matter for enchant enchantments, or it's counters where it's like yeah. a bunch of like mono white cards or you know, zombies or something. And we've been trying to open goblins, which according to the website should be a common like a commonly occurring pack, and we mm-hmm. have never opened it. Wow. I, I mean, we we've had to have opened like a box and a half jumpstart, if not more. I and have so
0: many to give you then.
1: I can't. We we don't have because somebody a, a nice like viewer of Jim's Stream or something like sent him a Muxus for some reason, like a, a like a year ago or something. So it's cool because he has a Muxus for his commander deck or whatever but but besides that we, we i'm like very upset that we've actually never opened goblins I opened, we're just like on
0: the streets i have opened two cases of jumpstart and i have more goblins packs than i care to deal with so, so if you, you need me to them. send you some stuff i can send you some stuff the you thing is all. is that they tease it you, you open it up it's like oh it's mono red oh minotaurs <laughs> <laughs>
2: i'm sorry what
0: every time they have like no I, i'm
2: deck. sorry sorry what creature are you saying minotaurs nicole (laughs) yeah what do you call it minotaurs as well yeah i call bullshit
0: (laughs) Okay. do you actually call
2: it minotaurs or are you just trolling
0: yeah no minotaurs (laughs)
2: <laughs> no, I can't tell if you.
0: <laughs> no, it's legit.
2: It's not. Right. It's called a minotaur.
1: <laughs> Those are minotaurs, and no, I call them minotaurs. Your your Brasky, no. no.
0: please. No, don't it's tell minotaurs. Me. That's what I call them.
2: Oh I my... mean minotaurs.
0: Yeah, is it, this is a gif gif situation. <laughs>
2: Can we name Nicole's son Minotaur?
0: <laughs> minotaur <laughs> Muxus, I think, is his middle I name.
2: Muxus M M&M.
0: M. Yep, M M. Done and done. Then you Although... still
2: wouldn't have opened the Muxus if you him still... a Minotaur. <laughs> you're like oh it's modern red no
0: that's why you named the child muxus just so you could eventually pull a muxus like that's what it's like oh i finally cracked a muxus Oh, all right sweet there we go i
2: don't think she's that happy about it
0: (laughs) (laughs) although i was confused for a little second because you spoke about like oh we're expecting and they're like yeah we drafted a cube and i thought that was like your magic slang for saying you're expecting it's like (laughs) Like, how's it going? Oh, well, you know, me and Jim, we drafted a cube. Like, oh, congratulations.
2: (laughs) Oh, I was thinking about Brasky. It'd be a really fun gift if you just recorded yourself saying a bunch of magic speak. And then Nicole can play it to the baby through like headphones. So you could be like, okay, so the steps are untap, upkeep, draw then your sagas go off. <laughs> oh yeah. You can only activate planeswalkers at sorcery speed.
0: <laughs> exactly. I could sit there, oh man, that would be so great, especially if I get really into the nitty-gritties. It's like great. Like day 3, it's like great. Blanking. Rule 3 374.b-6. <laughs> <dot> <six. laughs> <laughs> the phases of the phasing.
2: Oh my god. After combat. Please this
1: is it. coming out as a level two judge. He just yeah, does. right. That kid's,
0: that kid's <laughs> going to show up and just be like, great. Let's talk about the card types, Vanguard. All right. <laughs> Ooh, that's a great middle name for the child. Vanguard.
1: It's Vanguard. <laughs> yes. a different card game.
0: It is a totally different card game, which we're not going to focus on because we're going to continue on with the podcast. But I will state. Really? Past, I know. My past, <laughs> like, week or so in Magic was specifically... Actually playing that uh, Magic Gathering Online token and getting access to yeah. all them cards and playing so many different events. I played a whole bunch of Modern, and I've realized something about myself. I Uh-oh. suck at Modern. <laughs> I'm generally terrible with it. I played a lot of Tron. I enjoy playing Tron. I'm bad at Tron maybe i just need to I, I need some experts to take me under their wing i don't know
2: we'll have to do a podcast on
0: it. at some point and they can help me not suck at tron because i do i've accepted this but there's plenty to learn about it maybe i'm just playing the wrong deck list it didn't have any green in it i'm just kidding it did but uh, i did that the one thing i enjoyed the most though that i like i posted on the arc like discord was i actually really have enjoyed mono black reanimator it's like basically mono black tron in a way, but it's with like Urborg, Tomb of moth and Cabal Coffers. And you just play Reanimator in game one. And then if they're gonna play Graveyard Hate, you just take all of the reanimate stuff out and just play Big Mana Mono Black. Nice. And it's been a blast. I've had an awesome time with it. That's the only deck where I'm like, I have a positive win rate. So I feel good about myself. <laughs> But that's been that's been my realm of magic because it's been so busy otherwise. But it was nice to just kind of play other formats and get access to all of the cards and you know, walk into a vintage queue at some point and go, nope, nope, not doing that anymore, and then kind of go back over to modern. That's kind of what my spot was. <laughs> but it did give me a new appreciation for a lot of the older cards and a lot of older sets, even when I was playing a lot of those old formats, and I was like, man. There just are so many cards that it just goes back for years and years and years. But on top of that, there's just so many sets that are set on planes that have such rich lore that are places that you would look at and say, this might be a place I would like to go visit. And that is what we kind of wanted to touch on for the next part of this podcast. And what we wanted to talk about was basically have what we are calling a plane case showdown. It is we are going to be pitching what we think is going to be our favorite plane so that it can be included in a showcase showdown type of event. We are going to try and sell you, be travel agents as we were, for our favorite planes. And at the end of this, we'll decide who, which, one, which plane we want to go visit and who was the best at pitching it. That is kind of what we were deciding with this one. There's not a lot of ground rules with this thing because... Come on, to this podcast. So we're just going to kind of jump in and talk about what we think would be uh, our favorite plane and why you should go visit it. And so let me look at the list of travel agents that we have down here. And the first one is going to be an unlicensed travel agent under many different monikers, but it is going to be Caroline Kavanaugh jumping in here with her unlicensed travel agency. Caroline, what is a plane that we should go visit and why?
2: Wanted to grab some fake pieces of paper as if I was not prepared, but um,
0: no, oh, I got you. Hold I a wasn't second.
2: prepared to not be prepared. <laughs> oh, thank you, thank you. Okay.
0: You're
2: welcome. So, I have a question. Go. Um, have you ever wanted to visit a planet that is just one vast city stretched, consisting of grand halls and ancient ruins and layer upon layer of stonework?
0: Boy, Don't do I. This.
2: this is not <laughs> for answering. Too late. <laughs> <laughs> what about a city as beautiful as, oh, okay. What about a city as beautiful as this, but in the middle of a giant war between the gatewatch and Nicol Bolas himself. <laughs> Great. I'm, in- I'm interested. <laughs> Great. <laughs> because <laughs> Ravnica is the perfect vacation spot for you. I hope you brought your auto- autograph book because you'll see famous planeswalkers m- walking beside you. Just ignore the evanescent song you hear Nothing bad is going on, I promise. Also, prioritize visiting Gideon early on in your trip for no particular reason, just a good tip. Check out Gideon first. <laughs> um, <laughs> be sure <laughs> to check out Nicole Bolus's house at some point during your stay. However, maybe just check the hours of operations just in case something else is going on. You never know. I also would recommend sunscreen as the sun can be a bit brutal, maybe perhaps immortal during the day. Uh, after you've taken in the city, be sure to spend the rest of your time far away from the city, searching for the one thing that would make this trip worth it, which is a boreal grazer, the fiercest jungle sloth that I'm sure is totally ready for visits and probably pretty easy to catch up to.
0: So I love it. I love that's it.
2: where you should go <laughs> on your vacation.
0: So remember, visit Caroline's favorite plane.
2: Ravnica. Darn right. A boreal Fantastic. grazer's home is really the only.
1: <laughs> yeah, that that. was the, that's the selling point for me, I think. Yeah.
0: <laughs> like if you're driving on the interstate and there's always like, welcome to this, home of this. Like if you go into Nebraska, yeah. it's like, welcome to Nebraska, home of Arbor Day, because that's a flex. It's the same thing. You drive, it's like, welcome to Ravnica. We've got our boreal grazer. I'm sure
2: that's the only tagline.
0: Yeah. Yep. That makes total sense. <laughs> love it. Love it. Love it. Well, I this is going to be tough. This is going to be tough, Sledden. I've already basically booked my tickets I think to Ravnica. But just in case uh Nicole, what is the plane that you would want to pitch to try and get people to go visit?
1: Okay, so when I did this, I actually purposely didn't put the name of the plane in it.
2: Oh shoot. Ooh. Okay. So,
1: but I I figured like it's it's probably
2: pretty We can still easy. guess this will be fun. Oh we can yeah. Still guess. Let's I didn't do know this. that. My bad. I know I, I, I don't know
0: when, oh. I I know when I travel, I don't want to know where I'm going. I have no idea.
2: (laughs) I I know when I make up bits for this podcast, we do not communicate the structure. (laughs) So yeah, go for it. All right.
1: Prepare yourself for a trip of titanic proportions. For adventurers who consider themselves bronze-blooded, bleak-hearted, sun-crowned, keen-eyed, or even deep-dwelling, this plane is the place to be. Where else can you be treated like a god in a plane that it isn't enchanted as it is cursed? <clears throat> so grab your shadow spear, don your finest robes, and join some satyrs in an endless dance while the citizens regale you with sagas of great battles. So much to see, you won't want to leave if you can even manage to escape.
2: Oh, I know what it is. That <laughs> was really good.
0: <laughs> and it is Caroline?
2: Well, it's I'm actually wearing the shirt that is relevant. <laughs> it's Theros, right? Theros. <laughs> I did it. Love I it. never get trivia right.
1: <laughs> <laughs> that was good. I I always like the the whole like Greek mythology thing, and funny enough, I think Gideon's actually from Theros. I think he was a Crowan. I think
2: he was certainly. <laughs> As I said, get <laughs> Gideon's autograph early.
1: Gideon yeah. ain't there anymore. Unless Well, he's I, I assumed that I was pitching you like
2: 2019, Ravnica, is how. Oh, I yeah.
1: I was just pitching. So
2: I, just, just... <laughs> I was like. Yep.
0: i you, love it like that.
2: i was picturing you show up when you have this like beautiful picture of ravnica and then you like put the map down and it's just this <laughs> just, <little> just, dust and <laughs> storm you're like honey this doesn't look like the tour
1: guide there's a rubble and fires <laughs> and people running liliana's and... just walking
2: slowly <laughs> beside you with evanescence plays in the background
1: there's some zombies
2: just chilling. Like, right? like, okay. that is a song that plays like i didn't make that joke really weird
0: uh, what uh, the? Oh, and the War of the Spark trailer? Yeah, it
2: was in the end, like no, it was it was, yeah, oh, it was a different no. version of In the
0: End by Lincoln Park.
2: Yeah. I should have googled it. Well, now this is just awkward. Can we just? Yeah, now, now we're
0: now we're giving out false information, and I can't oh be involved. Oh my in god,
2: that. I got the song wrong. Okay, we gotta start
1: over. I was, I was ready to go to Ravnica for the Evanescence concert, and Lincoln Park said, <laughs> and it was awkward. Nineties
2: awesome. <laughs> <90s> bands. <laughs> They're all the same to me. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Oh my god! I should have googled it too. I googled if Gideon actually died, (laughs) but I didn't google the song.
0: (laughs) 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 We all have, we all have priorities in life.
2: Well, I made the Gideon dying joke, and I was like, "Wait, did that actually happen?" And I checked, but I didn't check. Oh Oh, boy. Um, that's great, Bradsky, You should
0: go. <laughs> that's just, that's just so good. All right, all right. Well, <clears throat> this one, uh, I think, is just an easy pitch. So you know, I'm going to make it straight, simple, and to the point. Hello, friend. Have you ever wanted to experience majesty, wonder, no, mystery, yes, and a seven, actually nine layered hell of metal? No. Then you should check out <laughs> your next vacation spot. Miradin. No, no, wait. Nope. It's changed up. No. Okay. Yeah. New new for new You should visit newphorexia. <laughs> we have everything. Metal, shiny objects, a plane completely stripped of life in every way, shape, or form. Don't ask me. Just ask Ellish Norn. <laughs> That's right, Ellish Norn. It is a place where you can feel complete. Everything that you could ever find in New Phyrexia is right there. All you have to do is make it through the blind eternities in one piece. <laughs> you won't come to us? Don't worry. We'll come to you. <laughs> Visit New Phyrexia today. <laughs> that, that I think, is exactly, that's going to get, that's really going to bump up their tourism budget. Like, it's going <laughs> to be fantastic.
2: Who paid for that?
0: Uh, I still have, you know, I turned in the invoice. I still have yet to get the check. So
2: okay.
0: I got something, something Bank of Yogmoth LLC was in there. And it,
2: Evanescence paid for my spot.
0: Listen, it's a well-known fact that Evanescence <laughs> is just a mouthpiece of Yawgmoth. Okay. We all know this.
2: They're really mad when Linkin Park got the spot. There's
0: a they have a cover band called the fifth dawn like it's just it's all there everything about it oh well i think these are all really good pitches i think we might have to separate these things out and post them individually to twitter in some way shape or form but uh i I think while the tens of listeners will have their own view of which pitch was the best uh i think we collectively need to decide what what we think was the best pitch so how are we gonna do this? All right, I'm just gonna count down three, two, one. Wait, no, state no, we just country. type in
2: the we type in the chat the winner.
0: Ooh, this is a good one. This is a good one. Okay, but when you do it's it, hard. use the spoiler tags so I can reveal them one by one.
1: Oh, okay. Oh, I like the, gonna, I the was this part, okay. I was yeah. yeah, I was getting ready for the other one. Too. Yeah, yeah Wait, I, I, got got it, I got it. Oh,
0: so we'll, I'll play some sort of fancy music that's like, ooh, who's gonna win? What's it gonna be? Everything else that goes along with that. So uh, we're gonna do this. We're going to do that, and then we'll oh, wait for Those
2: words are the same size. <laughs> Can you Did vote you for yourself?
0: No. <laughs> Did you vote for yourself? No. Okay, then. I think we're good.
1: <laughs> All but right. I don't know how to do it. Is it the little straight line things that make yeah, it? Yeah, you do two it's straight like lines,
0: shift. word, and two straight lines. We'll cut okay. this part out. Don't worry about
2: it. <laughs> I got it. I love the part where totally I say I'm totally in essence by <laughs> mistake.
0: No, that's staying. Yeah, That's staying.
1: I, I'm pretty sure you said evidence is on purpose. It just.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's but, true, I, I mean, just if I wouldn't have a copyright did. strike, that would be the intro music. That for looks this like
2: podcast. Nicole voted for herself.
0: All right. So <laughs> I
2: did. No, I'm kidding. <laughs>
0: we're going to look here. And uh, we're, the first vote is going to be Brasky. The second vote. Now I know why they look like the same size because we still can't even follow these directions correctly. <laughs> first vote Brasky. Next vote. Rav new. Oh, um. I didn't know for the place. Second vote, Brasky. So you know at the know. very least.
1: So we're all going to Brasky's house.
0: We're all going to my place. <laughs> Come visit me in Omaha, Nebraska. We just had the College World series. It's a grand I old time. Didn't
2: know that's what we were- Doing? Okay. Well,
1: neither did I, and I'm gonna. I'm just gonna point out that me and Caroline both did the same thing. Yeah. So I don't think it's on us. Yeah. No. Brad's no, you're,
0: you're right. This is really.
1: <laughs> new Phyrexia one.
0: <laughs> really, really <laughs> was- drafted a cube on that one. That that's that's just didn't work.
2: An Evanescence oh. new Ravnica. <laughs>
1: That's why I should have voted. I should have voted for Evanescence.
0: <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna get Liliana in one of my Planeswalker decks, but I'm gonna have it altered to look like Amy from Evanescence, like the lead singer of Evanescence. Like it's just gonna, like that, that has to happen now. If anyone oh out there goodness. is really good at alters, I can't believe it. The, the, the name is not gonna be like Liliana of the Veil. Vale. It's just gonna say Wake Me Up. And, and <laughs> And then the first line of text for the Planeswalker, like, plus one, wake me up inside. <laughs> like, wake me up inside is minus two. Save me is minus seven. Like, it's that's what oh it's going to be.
2: I just had the you... total wrong song. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, the song might have been wrong, but the tune of this podcast was right. And thoroughly enjoyable. This was a good way to get back into the swing of things by just doing something completely ridiculous. Because... We're between sets. Commander Legends is kind of a thing. Double Masters has a lot of cool stuff. There'll be plenty of actual stuff to talk about, including the ins and outs of why Monograin Tron is fantastic. I think that's going to be a great future episode as well. And I think all of these planes are fantastic. And I want to hear from the listeners which plane that they would pitch. What is their favorite plane and why? What are the wonderful things about that plane that we should go visit and do they have Evanescence in that plane as well? It doesn't have to be actual Evanescence, but just like that plane's version of Evanescence.
2: Do you think Evanescence can planeswalk? Or do they have yes. to fly commercial?
0: I, mm, at the very least, I think half of that band can navigate the Blind Eternities just fine. <laughs> right? Just because that the Blind Eternities sounds like an album name of Evanescence. Like, that's why they can do it. It's basically their spark.
2: Nice. Yeah. Um, also, people can vote. Should, ha- should we, like... How are we going to tweet out the different pitches?
0: I think the different pitches that we'll do is is we'll tweet out this episode first. And then later on throughout the week, we might just take clippings of everyone's individual pitch. And then at the end, we'll have like a vote. So it'd be like, oh, vote for these things. And then afterwards, you can hear all the pitches and then vote after that. We'll do a Twitter poll.
2: Okay. Twitter I like down.
0: that. I like this. That's I was we'll thinking
2: do. we could make graphics. We could make Ravnica and then like the pitch typed out. Or is ever I type mine out? Is everyone else's type?
0: I mean, I can transcribe. Yeah, you know, part of it was like random sketch notes, and then me just winging it a little bit. That, okay. that was kind of we a lot of it. Out. But we I can transcribe. No, we don't. <laughs> what we do what we do need to figure out is how we end this podcast, and we do it by telling the audience where they can find us all across the interwebs. And so, to do so, I will hand it off first to Caroline Cavanaugh. Caroline, where can people find you on the internet and the awesome things that you do?
2: Uh, You can find me on the internet at Twitter, uh, no, on Twitter, at Mighty Linguini. You can find me on Instagram at The Mighty Linguini. And I just have to say, y'all are missing out because I actually have been posting on Instagram. And if you specifically are very interested in slow-mo 360 videos of me going straight on a skateboard, then you're really missing out <laughs> um you can also find me on twitch sometimes at twitch.tv slash the uh and this weekend i'm going to another local ptq so that's fun and yeah
0: fantastic i'm just writing notes to myself of like tell caroline her next instagram story has to use evanescence <laughs>
2: <laughs> Definitely does. I just like have you no riding your skateboard
0: in the sunset, but you're still just playing that. Like that's what we need right there. Fantastic. And Nicole, how about you?
1: Uh, well, you can find me on Twitter at Lady of the Crease. Uh, that's kind of it right now, honestly. VMLs in downtime, and kind of taking it easy. You know, waddling kind around the house. Kind of pregnant, fourteen months pregnant now. <laughs> you know,
2: fourteen. <laughs> I was like, wait, what? That's twenty five weeks. <laughs>
0: She's on. She's on Phyrexian time. Don't worry about it. <laughs> New,
2: Phyrexian.
0: New Phyrexian time.
1: <laughs> what about you, Brasky?
0: I I am just gonna be dirtling around on the internet where I usually am. Usually at uh, at Brasky eleven forty two on Twitter. Sometimes on Twitch at Brasky eleven forty two as well. Me, I'm finally so in in the past things I played a lot of Magic online. Played a lot of Modern. I had COVID got over all of those things, so I'm nice. I'm going to actually be jumping back into playing a little bit of Paper Magic uh, this this upcoming week, doing Modern at, a, at an LGS, and then going to be playing some Commander with some friends, which is going to be really fun and fantastic. I have a a new Commander deck that I have slapped together in in many ways. It is, uh, it's a deck that was based off of uh, another deck that I saw, but it is essentially a, a Grixis deck because, of course, that has uh, a Parnese, Parnese? Parnese, it's one of the new like commanders that you see in the in the p- 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 new Capenna, the subtle brush. And it's like a vampire wizard that if you target it, you got to pay for life. But if you copy it, I can hand a copy to somebody else of a spell and they can use it. So it's, it could be group hug, it could be whatever. Mine is a Grixis Punisher deck, but it's like a fun Punisher deck. And so it's a lot of punishing pieces. I saw one that was like, it was based off a list I saw on Twitter. The title of the deck is uh, The Cost of Living. And uh, it's really just kind of a great commentary on capitalism in a deck. That's what I'm going to do with that one. But other than that, I'm just going to be playing reanimator because that's the only modern deck that I have. And I'm going to have a great time with it. And then just going to enjoy what we do on this podcast in the next episode that we're going to put together. And maybe, I don't know, book my tickets for Ravnica.
2: <gasps>
0: Cause with I think a
2: razor or two. I would yeah. just really check out the local climate and uh, both the, um, geopolitical.
0: <laughs> you're gonna get like a voicemail from me, just sitting there being like, "Hey, Caroline, I'm kind of lost here in Ravnica, but I ended up like in the sewers, and I see this mark. It is the Demir and then I'm gone. Like that's that's all you're gonna hear. Like, <laughs> you're gonna go visit
2: Demir Dave? Yeah. Dave.
0: Oh, we should have him on the next podcast. So get ready, listeners. Demir Dave will be on the next podcast when you can find out when that podcast will be by following us on Twitter, at fam underscore podcast. Make sure to leave us a review on any podcasting platform that you listen to us on, even if the review is simply just very confused, but also quite funny. Like, that's, that's just great <laughs> God, for I us wish I was a real review. <laughs> right? It's like, I'm very confused, but I laughed the entire time. That's what you can expect from us here. At Friends and Magic. And That's
2: actually just me. I just left that review.
0: Perfect. <laughs> Love it. <laughs> and you can expect more things to be confused about, but giggle the entire time when you listen to us next time. We'll see you then.
2: Bye-bye. Bye bye. Bye.